Hello everyone, I'm Dennis and it's time for another episode of On The Spot with my usual guest, Dylan Wells. The Premier League is in its most interesting period of the year and it's more sophisticated than ever, the difference in points is minimal and everyone is beating everyone. Listen to what Dylan and I had to say and subscribe to Top Division for more Premier League content. Now it's time for the show. So I'm here with Dylan, how are you Dil? How you doing Dennis? Yeah, I'm, I'm good thanks, hope you had a good Christmas. Yeah, mate, definitely. It's good to be back because, you know, we haven't done this in a while. So for sure, good to be talking some football again. So basically what we're going to do today uh, is that we're going to do like a quick fire uh, for the Premier League until now. We're going to basically talk about every single team, but like in a very, with few sentences, you know, it's not going to be like the last few times where we really dive deep into teams and spoke for like 30, 40 minutes per team. And then we're, each of us are going to say where we think every team will finish. And so, obviously, if we don't agree, we're going to sort of debate. But if we agree, we're just going to move on to the next team. So, Dylan, do you want to start? Because I think that uh, if I start with Liverpool, it would be pretty would be pretty obvious what I would say. No, yeah, fair enough. I will well, I'll turn it on its head then. And rather than starting with Liverpool top, I'm going to go with my prediction for who's going to finish rock bottom. Okay. And, you know, it's nothing uh, nothing revolutionary, but I just don't see how for the life of me, Sheffield United get out of, get out of like two points after 16 games. I just don't see how they, they, don't, they don't finish bottom. Like, for me, they're down without a shadow of a doubt. Um, but... I, I, as, it, as it stands now, I think it will be hard to say anyone else will finish bottom. For me, they'll finish bottom. It's, it's a really weird one. Like if you look at the contrast between Villa and them, and last season they were, you know, pretty. Um, Sheffield United were doing a lot better than Villa for for the most part, and you know everyone was kind of raving about how they play. To think the same crop of players, just non uh, non identical, is just weird. I, I really can't put my finger on what's going on there, but but yeah, they're bottom for me. Yeah, mate, that's a, that's a weird one for me because if you, you know, when I started doing last weekend in England, it was, I think, the fifth round and Sheffield United, they, they had lost all of their games until then, but still it was the fifth round. And, you know, I expected them to bounce back and be better. And every round you can hear me say like, oh yeah, they're going to get better next round, you'll see. And they, they just don't. And it's 16 yeah. games now. So I, I'm losing hope as well because it's getting like more and more difficult even like points-wise. You know, only to get to, to the 17th position, they have to they have to win back 12 points, which is four wins. And, you know, Brighton, the 17th team, has to win none. So that just looks looks very difficult. And the thing is that they just keep, sure. keep losing points against every single team. <laughs> and I feel like, obviously, there's loyalty with the owners, at least from the outside, with uh, Chris Wilder, given, yeah. you know, he took them through the ranks. But, you know, it'd be interesting to speak to some Sheffield fans and see if even they've kind of lost because I don't see, you know, any other club, he'd be gone, so. Yeah, mates, you know, as a person who lives in Sheffield, uh, I can tell you, like, Steve Wilder is not going to be, he, you know, he's not going to be fired. He might leave, you know, if if it just becomes too too unbearable in a sense, but he's not going to be fired. He, you know, he's a local he's a local guy. I'm not sure whether he was a player. I don't think he will be, he, he'll be fired. He might, he might go, but if not, if not, He'll be there, and you know, I think that Sheffield United is one of the teams that can go go down to the to Championship and bounce back to the Premier League. I think they do have the quality to do that. Okay, then. So next team, uh, I'm very happy to be talking about West Brom because since Sunday I absolutely despise them, <laughs> and I was very happy to see them yesterday being completely annihilated by Leeds, and uh, you know the 
the so-called big sign football getting demolished by Bielsa and his boys. I think that West Bromwich are going to get relegated. Um, they they did they did have really good games against City and uh, and Liverpool, albeit different games because against City they were still with Slavon Bilic. I don't think they have enough quality in the squad. I think the loss against Leeds shows that you know when they're not playing six four zero, they're a bad they're a bad team. You know when they cannot win points. So I think that West Bromwich will be the second team that gets relegated. Um. No, we said at the start, we're not going to um, debate for debate's sake, but I'm going to put my neck on the line and come the end of the season, I might never be invited or never be able to show my face on the podcast again, given Palace's fortune and if West Brom goes bad. But I think, look at the table. They are, albeit Fulham have a game in hand and are three points ahead, but I feel like you can't underestimate. End of the day, it's not pretty football. You're, 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 you come from Klopp. So you, but I feel like you have to appreciate, given me, who's a Palace fan, let's say, and a complete different um, approach to, to, to the game where it's not we have the best team, we, we should go and dominate a game of football, where you do have to back against the wall and go and nick a goal. I feel like if, if and it's a big caveat, but if they can go, and Sam Alas has throughout his whole career always had a good eye for a good buy in January. For instance, he brought in Milivojevic, he brought in uh, Van Arnholt, even Van even though Van Arnholt's gone to shit at Palace, he bought in Schlupp. So I think, for me, they could. They, 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 I don't think you can write them off just yet, personally. Okay, no, that, I could definitely see that. You know, and I'm not going to lie. This is definitely heavily based on the Liverpool West Bromwich game on on Sunday. <laughs> like it really, it really made me dislike this team. But I could definitely see why you would uh, why you would think they might stay in the league. Okay, so you're next. Uh, the next, I'm going to go back up to, to the top of the table. Uh, I'm going to let you have Liverpool, just to, to be fair. But I'm going to say second. You know, i really been thinking about this yesterday when we decided what we're going to go for with, uh, like what theme we're going to go for with the pod. And I was toying with, you know, putting, a, putting, any, putting it either Spurs, City or, sorry, Spurs, Chelsea or United there. But given that, Look how, you know, a couple of weeks ago, Chelsea looked unstoppable yep. and their wheels have fallen off. Spurs, the same. I wouldn't say Spurs' have wheels have fallen off, but the game's starting to catch up on them. I feel like now United are having their little burst, but I feel like realistically, the only team that can perhaps have the consistency as we finish this second half of the season to really rack up points, even though they've had an awful start. You know, City are only, um, they're only four points behind United with a game in hand. So I still think probably it's going to be City second, in my opinion. Yep, I, I agree with you. I think City will come second. I think uh, they, they're they very, very underestimated this season because they're not scoring a lot of goals. You know, only 21 in four, 14 games, yeah. uh, which is very low for for Guardiola City, but they've conceded only 12 in 14, which is the best defense in the league. And uh, they're getting very, you know, very com- comfortable wins. Yeah. So I, I agree with you. City, City will finish second. They are the second best team in, the, in England for me. I think Stones, Stones has emerged as, a, a, you know, he looks reborn this season. Um, I've always been a, uh, interested in the debate between he- uh, Gabriel Hedges and Rashford. And kind of who you would who you would rather take, um, but I feel like do, do you think it's unfair the, that Jesus is getting judged by Aguero's c- caliber 
or you know, because it is made a big gap having not having Aguero there. You can clearly see that. Uh, do you think you know because Aguero's not potentially this might be his last season, maybe next? Do you think Jesus can step in and take that role on full time, or do you think he's never going to be the 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 prolific striker that every every top team needs? Mate, I don't I don't know because. Uh... From what I hear from, because I I thought it's the same like you. I thought that Jesus should be like the next kind of organic replacement for Aguero. You know, when Aguero starts playing less, but obviously he's not the answer. You know, like even now, Guardiola plays with like Ferran Torres on the top of uh, you know on the top of the attack and stuff like that. And so Gabriel Jesus more and more looks more like a player who who is like playing on the wing. You know, not 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 the the typical nine you would expect. And he's definitely not Sergio Aguero. And, you know, Sergio Aguero, in the end of the day, he's one of the best strikers in the history of the Premier League. So sure. that's, that's uh, some insane level. I think City need, need to bring uh, like a certified certified striker, like a certified goal scorer. And that's actually really interesting because if you think about it, they need to have a whole generational change. Who's that young scorer that they're going to bring? Like, you know, what if they bring Holland? Imagine that. Different, different class. Yeah, yeah. I, it's weird when looking at City squad. I know we, we've we've kind of stopped on on City for a while now, but when you look at City squad, like, do they need a revamp? Do they not need a revamp? Like, I feel like they're very. They should be in their prime years right now. So you know, Sterling for me has been very underrated this season. I know he's had his injuries, but that last game he played he, exceptional. Yeah, you know, Foden coming through. Um, Rodri. So I don't know. I don't. I, I don't know with City. Like they, they, they've blown hot and cold this season. But I feel like you, like you said at the top, you can't underestimate them. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I think with City, the the main problem that's been in the last two years, you know, since the season they won the title last after you know beating Liverpool with one point, and until now, is that they just got you know Vincent Company, uh, one of the amazing defender, amazing captain, amazing leader, retired. David Silva, uh, David Silva yeah. gone. Fernandinho, who was probably the best uh, defensive midfielder in the league, just got old. You know, he's just not the same player. And then yeah. Aguero up front is just not playing anymore. You know, not a consistent bet. So you get... It's a one, shift, yeah. You, you get one player on each position who is like world-class and is not playing anymore or is playing uh, rarely or is not on the same level. And you replace them with Rodri, who for me, he's a good player, but he's not... He's, he's not, not Fernandinho, yeah. Not Fernandinho. And, you know, up front, they didn't buy a striker. Uh, David Silva, obviously, Foden was supposed to fill that gap, but, you know, it's too early. And, you know, Foden doesn't yeah. get a lot of starting chances. And on the back now, it seems that only now they're starting to finally, you know, get yeah. that defense sorted, you know, with Stones. And uh, Ruben Diaz has been, has been really good. Like, you know. Yeah, true. He's been really, really good. Interesting. All okay. right, your turn. Yeah, so I'll, I'll take the first position and I'll, uh, I will... Uh, be the captain obvious here by saying that I think Liverpool will win the title. Uh, I don't know, because I have a, w- one of my good mates who we talk about football regularly. He says that he finds it so funny I don't see my own biases for Liverpool. I really don't. You know, I, I, th- I think I am quite unbiased for Liverpool, but then everyone says, everyone else says I'm, I, I am biased. You, you're going to tell me, but I think that Liverpool will win the title. I think they're the best team in England. Uh, see, this Man United team right now, what they're doing, you know, last night, the win they got against Wolverhampton, uh, if it was any other season, I would say that Man United were going to win it just because of what they're doing. And, you know, Bruno is amazing. And, you know, uh, it's just Man United, you know. But I think Liverpool are just overwhelmingly better than them as a team. Uh, you know, overwhelming. 
yeah <laughs> the quality of the quality of players they have just bigger than the man united and you know we're still waiting for tiago like one of the best midfielders in the world mm. to come back into the squad so i think liverpool are going to win the the title and i think they're going to do it in a quite comfortable in a quite comfortable fashion what do you think I agree with you that I think they're going to win the title. However, I disagree with the comfortable. I don't see it being a plain sailing uh, as as it was, let's say, last year. And I do think like people's opinions of Liverpool fans bias and what well, I think Klopp has a big for me this season and a lot of conversations I've been having with just other football fans like. Klopp has went from this guy that everybody loved to I think he's really getting on everyone's tits and even some Liverpool fans I've spoke to like with his constant constant moaning and and what Mourinho says I think I know Mourinho's playing his normal mind games but I think he's true the way Klopp acts on the sideline if that was Jose or if that's another manager the media are asking questions and, and people are, are would be saying other things. So I feel like, you know, I, I admire what he's doing still to this day at Liverpool and the way you guys, you know, any take the injuries, it just shows what a squad and what an 11 you guys have that you can nullify the impacts of the big injuries you've had and seemingly didn't look too different. But I do think Klopp this season for me is just, he, he's, He's making people start to kind of live, like think differently about Liverpool to some extent. I mean, how do you feel about his behaviour this year? Yeah, I can see what you mean, and uh, I would I would agree that Liverpool is getting a bit of the champion the, the champions treatment. You know, yeah. where definitely there's some behaviour uh, there's some behaviour from Klopp, which I agree. Yeah, if Mor- if Mourinho did it, we would say. Well, I don't know about Mourinho because I think Mourinho gets a lot of. Uh, I think Mourinho has done some has said some stuff this year which is outrageous, but just because we're kind of used to him now, and because uh, you know because he said also some things that are quite correct and sound outrageous on the first place, but then if you think about it, they actually correct. That's why I think we give him we give him more credit than he actually deserves. You know what? One of the things I'm talking about, he said about you know what Harry Kane does sometimes, where he will see that a player is yeah, linked yeah, to yeah. him, and then he's gonna Back jump. Him. Yeah. And, you know, I, I actually listened to Mourinho said in an interview and he was like, why would you talk about this? Of course, of course, it's not a foul. A hurricane, he's just trying to win the ball. How could you say that? And, you know, he's like attacking the media and obviously he's not in the right there. You know, hurricane, what he's doing is not, is not right. So, mm, yeah, no, I, 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 yeah, I get what you mean, but. I feel like that topic is a whole other topic, the Harry Kane thing, because I've got a different opinion to every single person I've spoke to about it. So, and by what you said, I think you're going to be that. Like uh, For me, yeah. yeah, it's dangerous, but for me, I don't think it's... But anyway, that's a whole other topic. But yeah, yeah. No, I get what you mean about Mourinho, yeah. Yeah, but uh, just just back to Klopp, yes. Liverpool are getting a bit of the champions treatments. Yes, he's been... Uh, I, I was quite annoyed, especially after... I think after the Brighton game or, or or after after one of the games where he, where the the journalist told him uh, Müller Müller got out got, got out injured and Klopp was like mm. yeah thank you that was obviously passive aggressive you know like journalists are not the ones that determine when games are played and, and he's done that quite a lot like when he's like yeah. oh you answer the question or I, I know why you're asking me a question in this yeah, way yeah, yeah, you're yeah, gonna yeah. print it yeah yeah he he is he, i think he does think a little bit more that people are out to get him this season more than they actually yeah. are yeah for sure but i also could i also could see why why that happens and at the same time i was i was 
I wanted to check how many games Liverpool has played this season and how many games, for example, Chelsea has played or Man City has played, just to com- kind of confirm to myself that Liverpool are not the only team that's put in this position where we play yeah. you know, loads of games. So, yes, I could agree to this sense that there has been some some changes in his behavior where he's become a little more a little more irritated and irritating. At, at I think, like you, you, you calling it champion treatment is, is probably the perfect way to, like, it, it comes with the territory. Like, he's now going for back-to-back, and that is a whole other ball game. Then that yeah. pressure is on now. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. They've done it, so now it's like, okay, can you do it again? And I think maybe that's that's could explain to some extent yeah. why his kind of angle is, has changed this year. Um, but, yeah, no, I, to your top point, I do still see you as the strongest team um, in the league, and I, you know, I, I, I can see you, you making it, making it back to back. But do you think you need any investment again in Jan? Or it depends if Matip is out, you know, because obviously Matip injured yeah. himself against Westbrook. If Matip is out, yeah, you just need to buy a defender. Like, yeah, it's not, it's not a question for me. If not, I think we can Matip and Fabinho. Bro, I don't yeah. know. Like when I watch them playing defense, they're sensational. Like really, really, really good. Because you know Matip is there to take all the you know, all the aerial duels, and Fabinho, like obviously, Sweet, yeah, he's sweeping his his positional game, his passing. Yeah. His, uh, Really he's good. very he he's such a a lot of defensive midfielders don't get the appreciation for just how clever that footballers they are. Yeah, like he his positional sense, like you say, is is, is amazing. But yeah. to, just last point on the injuries: Do you think Klopp has to take any responsibility for the muscle accumulation fatigue injuries that are? Yeah, yeah. Well, obviously Van Dyke, you can't say anything. But you know the way you guys play, do you think it, it he's got to take it some on the chin? You have to start talking about it because, you know, we, we all saw what happened in Dortmund his last season where the team was just, you know, the team just didn't look like itself. And Borussia was, uh, I don't know when, where they finished, but they were in the relegation battle as well in the beginning of the season of Klopp's last season. Really? Now, now four years ago, I think, or maybe even five years ago. But, uh, and uh, yeah, so... It's definitely, it's definitely something to be to be considered. Because as I said, you know, this year Liverpool plays with a lot more pressing than last year. Last year, many Liverpool games were so boring because we would score a goal and then we would just pass it on the back. Yeah, literally, literally all game. I remember one game against Tottenham, Firmino scored in the first half, and then around the 70th minute, Tottenham would never press. You know, it was Mourinho, so they would never press. And Van Dijk and Joe Gomez, they were just like passing it on the back for like two minutes, just like that. You yeah. Know? And so, but yeah, I think I think he should take he should take some some. Obviously, I don't know I don't know whether that's the case, but uh, I think there's there's something there. Definitely. Element, yeah. Okay, tell me who are the other two teams you think are going to qualify for the Champions League? Every time somebody asks me this question, I feel like I I end up saying, oh, I think it's going to be this team, this team, this team, this team. Oh, but this team, oh, but this team. Like, there's genuinely. I, I really can't can't if you look at it like it's so close like Villa to be on 26 points and playing and have a game in hand on Everton two games in hand on Leicester game in hand on United you know I, I don't think they've got the squad to to be able to see out over the course of the season of course but for me I think top the, the, the top four Liverpool City I do feel like with investment in January as well, I'm not sure where, but just with investment in January, I do think United... Oh, it's, it's tricky, because if you'd asked me three weeks ago, I would have said Spurs. Asked me two weeks ago, I would have said Chelsea. Asked me a week ago, I would have said United. So I feel like 
I don't think Leicester will have enough to, to they they done the same kind of um pattern last season and I feel like they will tail off towards the end. Just maybe it's the experience that so I don't know what 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 you put that down to, but I can't see Leicester breaking in. I feel like Jose will be able to squeeze enough points out of Spurs. Um and then that leaves you with Everton, Chelsea, United. And for me, I think it will be United personally. But it's between United and Chelsea for that last one. Um, I think for me, I just feel like Jose will get Spurs in there somehow. So I think, uh, or he might go down the route he went with United when he goes for Europa. I don't know. But for me, I think Spurs will have enough to get over the line. And it's between United or Chelsea. I feel like Spurs might be more consistent than the two. United and Chelsea might keep going up and down, yeah. so it'll be a race to see. But yeah, what about you? Yeah, uh, I I sort of agree with you. I think that uh, I'm actually kind of disappointed with Spurs to be fair, because you know when they started yeah. the season, the amount of goals they scored and the way they played against United uh, in that I think third or fourth game of the season, and so uh, before that scoring five against Southampton, and then you know that game with West Ham where they scored three goals in the first yeah. 15 minutes and then obviously West Ham came back uh, to draw 3-3 yeah. and after that game I saw interesting statistics where after that game just Tottenham started playing so much more defensively and uh, it just kind of sad because this team has so much offensive potential I thought that yeah. Mourinho is going to is going to play more offensively with them because I'm sure he understands what kind of players he has like Son and Kane they're generational generational yeah. players I still think they're I still think they're they're a good team, maybe the third best team in the league this season. I have them. I have them third, yeah, or fourth. I'm not sure. I think the Chelsea and Tottenham. So these are my. You think Chelsea will get above United? Yeah. So I, you know, that 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 was my prediction at the beginning of the season, and especially after you know after the fifth round where I've watched some Premier League. So I will stick to it. You know, I'm not going to change my prediction at this stage. I think that's uh, obviously I could be a prisoner of the moment and say United because they've they have been playing really really well lately. Yeah. Seven, I seven. saw a stat that over the course of Bruno Fernandes, since Bruno Fernandes joined, yep. only Liverpool have won more points and than si- United. And, and since yesterday, it's actually United that have won more because Liverpool had two more points. So with the win yesterday against Wolves, now they have the most points in the Wouldn't Premier League. Really? So, yeah. So, this but pick, yet they still seem inconsistent. Exactly. Yeah. You know, this is what you know. This is what we spoke last night. They just, I just don't think that's. Uh, I just don't think they will they will continue this streak. I I want to see like you know uh, their expected goals numbers because I feel that they might be overperforming on that side. You know, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I just maybe it's because maybe it's because I dislike United again, just like with West Brom. Like I don't know my own yeah. biases, but I don't think they will be. I don't think they'll be better than Chelsea. Tottenham. Chelsea in particular because I think Chelsea will keep beating the small teams. Like you know, yeah. the games against Newcastle, against Burnley, against Brighton, against. Uh, like West Ham and Southampton, I think yeah, that's that side of the league. Yeah, I think they're going to win those games, uh, and, and also they have to start performing against the better teams. You know, like yeah, sooner Lampard's or later. Lampard's got big question marks for sure, and so you know, Ver- and, and also the last few games, all of their players have been tragic. So Werner is not going to be that tragic the whole season. Um, mm. Pulisic still has to get better. Havertz has shown nothing. Oh my days, yeah. Nothing. And, uh, you know, Ziyech is yet to be back and he was amazing when he played for Chelsea. So he's going he's gonna to provide a lot for them. Kante, by the way, he started the season so well. He's been quite poor the last few games. Uh, even mm. even their defense, you know, at some point they had like, what, I think four clean sheets in five games. Now 
now they they're, they're conceding you know on a regular basis three against Arsenal come on you, yeah. know, you, don't, you just don't do that uh, so yeah it's interesting I, I, I can't I I feel like they're very at, at the start of the season I get United is a is the establishment of United is huge however the investment Chelsea spent yeah. I feel like Lampard has more pressure than Oli does For, well, so, I, I don't know because you know like Man United if you think about it they should be here, you know. They should be fighting for the title, like the, yeah. the the type of the type of club they are. Obviously, I am, I am. I think that uh, no matter what uh, what the club is, you know. For example, Arsenal right now, you would say that they're big enough a team that they should be fighting for the title. It wouldn't be realistic to say that, you know. Yeah. It's all based on on present situation, but uh, yeah, I think that Tottenham and Chelsea will will finish third and fourth despite their lackluster form in the last in the last few games. Yeah. Interesting. It's, 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 I'm looking forward to seeing how it plays out. Um, take in the whole debate about United against Chelsea and who will get, let's say we agree the top three and now it's just a debate between that yeah. spot. It is crazy how if you take Fernandes out of that team, Chelsea all day long. So it, that, that, that's very interesting. But one team I feel like we might be doing a disservice to is Everton. If you appreciate the fact that they don't have Europa, yeah. um, they're on 29 points from 15 games. That's yeah, one yeah, point yeah. one point behind United, game in hand on Leicester with the same amount of points. Yep. So, you know, I feel like Ancelotti been there, done it. So it's just a case of, I, I like how they went almost back to, I feel like a lot of managers right now, for instance, uh, some games that I've watched of Chelsea, when they're playing Tammy up there and when they're, it's like they're trying to overcomplicate things. United sometimes, Arteta has done that with nice. his with loads of Arsenal, the way he's trying to play lacquer in the hole and whatnot. Whereas Ancelotti has gone target man striker, number 10-ish free roam in James, yeah. box to box in Dekure and holding vertical midfielder in, uh, sorry, horizontal midfielder in Alan. Like, he's just, he's playing four centre-halves. Yep. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. He, so, I, I, in a way, want to see him succeed in just the way of kind of telling all these woke managers that like, just play basic football and it will work. So it, this is interesting season, one of the most interesting seasons there's been in a yeah. long time. Like Villa on 26 points. Like, it's With, crazy. Yeah, Villa on 26 points. I, I kind of put Everton. So Everton, Aston Villa... I definitely put them in the same category because also if you follow their season, it's kind of funny because so they both started amazing. I think they both won their first four games. Then yeah. they both they both lost, I think, four in five or something like that. And now they're yeah. both again like you know having a really good period. Everton have yeah. four wins in a row, and Aston Villa are unbeaten in five. And also Aston Villa have the second best defense in the league. That's sensational, you know, because they stayed up by VAR last season. Exactly. Like, it is mental. And so that's why I put them kind of in the same category. Uh, I put Leicester a little above them. I just think that, you know, Leicester being fifth last season, uh, mm. they just, their players have, uh, have have the mentality. I don't like talking about mentality, but I think just having, having them being there, uh, yeah. kind of more prepared. But, but on that, so, sorry to cut you off, on that mentality question, do you feel, like, see how we've just kind of, almost said there, all right, United, like we're saying United, because of the stature of the club, they should be fighting for leagues. Yeah. And what are like, what do you think it is that makes the, like, you know, you get your traditional top four, your traditional big clubs. But if you look at on paper this season, and if you factor in the lesser amount of games, 
there's no reason why Leicester, Everton, I don't think, I feel like Villa is just a good one of form. And if you look at them last season, you can't. But if you look at Everton in the calendar year since Ancelotti, if you look at Leicester, like, what what do you think, what is it for you that stops them m- managing to, to see it out? Whereas United, yeah, they're, they're the big stature club, but these players haven't, this crop of players haven't yeah. done, haven't won anything. So what, what for you, what is it? Definitely. Honestly, for me, um, the reason I picked Liverpool City, Tottenham and Chelsea for the Champions League or above Everton, above Leicester, above Aston Villa, above Man United, I just think these are better teams. You know, it doesn't come to, it doesn't come to the stature of the team. I just think that right now, uh, you know the players. They the players they field their their elevens and you know their rotation. Yeah, uh, that's really that's the only reason. Do you I, think it comes down to squad depth? I th- I think it I think it does. You know, because if you let's say Liverpool, yeah. uh, the the champion the champions team from last year. So yeah. no one no one of the players has won anything before the Champions League. If you think about it, Salah yeah. he he didn't win anything in in before Liverpool. Mane nothing. Firmino nothing. Yeah. Henderson hasn't won anything with Liverpool. Um, Wijnaldum hasn't won anything. Uh, okay, Milner has yeah. won titles, but he's not, you know, he's not like top 11 player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Fabinho hasn't won anything. Well, I mean, for, to be fair, Fabinho won the title with Monaco and made it to the Champions League semifinals. So that's, you know, that's something. Yeah. But still, Van Dijk haven't won anything. Joe Gomez, Alisson, Robertson, Arnold. So, you know, that's why I think championship mentality is not, is not uh, something you have built in. I think championship mentality is earned. Yeah. And, and now... And that's why that's why I think it it just comes down to you know to to what I see when I watch games, man. Honestly, you yeah. know, and, and when I watch games, I think that Liverpool is the best team. City are are the second best team, and I think that Tottenham and Chelsea uh, are just better better teams than than the likes of Everton, Aston Villa in what they do, not necessarily offensively, not necessarily defensively, but just what they do. And that's yeah, why. Yeah, I feel like I can't disagree. But I feel like I'm doing a disservice to Leicester and Everton. But you, yeah. you can't disagree. And I think the whole, it's not stature, but finances are linked to stature and finances oh, are then sure. linked to, to squad depth. So end of the day. But like, if you were to do a joint 11 with some of those teams, like end of the day, Calvert-Lewin like, has been amazing, but he doesn't yeah. get into Spurs. Do you know what I mean? No. So no, it, 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 that, that, that's where it full, That's where the, the buck kind of stops. But no, yeah, interesting. For sure, for sure. And uh, that's why actually my next question for you is who, who are the three teams you have in the Europa League then? Yeah. So fifth, sixth and seventh. Which, which one? Because you know we have less... So now you have Man United and Tottenham in the, in the Champions League. So now you have to choose amongst Chelsea, yeah. Leicester, Everton, Aston Villa and also, you know, Southampton are there. Southampton were yeah. like third two rounds ago. And, so, you know, even West Ham, they're not that far away. They're, they're on 23 points with 16 games. Chelsea are on 26 yeah. points with 16 games. So Wolves are on 23. Uh, sorry, Leeds are on 23 as well, yeah. I, I feel like, like, especially watching yesterday's game, um, I know they played very defensive, but... If you if Wolves still had Raul Jimenez for me, like Pedro Neto, I didn't realize he was only twenty. Yeah. Pedence is giving me Hazard vibes sometimes yeah. the way he plays. Like they have uh, th- th- that team. I love watching them play, but for me that injury is just too big yeah. for 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 them to be able to sustain. So I do think they'll be they 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 they, they won't make it. If we're taking my top four as Liverpool. Um, City, Spurs, United. For me, that then puts Chelsea sixth, Everton, Leicester. I don't. Oh, it, it, it's crazy because look at Villa's points tally with a game in hand. Yeah. 
but I don't, yeah, I can't, I can't, I, I can't put them in over Everton Leicester, just like I can't really put Southampton in over Everton Leicester. I feel like West Ham don't have enough. I know they've got a good point, Sally, but they don't have enough. If you've seen also their style of play, I don't think, well, they've managed to cope quite well without Antonio being in and he had a great start to the season and got a lot of their goals. But for me, no, Leeds is one year too soon. However, it'll be interesting to see Look at what happened with Sheffield United. Well, you know, yeah. so you can't bank on Leeds being able to replicate it the way Wolves have. Um, so yeah, for me, it's it's Chelsea, Leicester, and Everton, and I'll be surprised if yours isn't United, Leicester, Everton. So yeah, like I'm not gonna go that far to not put United in the Europa League. So I'll put <laughs> I put I put Leicester fifth. I think Leicester yeah. I think Leicester will be consistent. Uh, I I put United sixth. Uh, and I really don't know about the seventh, honestly. Uh, I when I watch Aston, is that your Liverpool? Is that your Liverpool Everton rivalry oh, stepping in? No, honestly, honestly not. Uh, in yeah. all fairness, in all fairness, I don't, I don't dislike Everton, mate. Genuinely, yeah. Uh, as as a team, they've in my in my lifetime they haven't been. Uh, they're just a you know it is a Liverpool derby, but they haven't really been yeah, a serious yeah, opponent yeah. to Liverpool in the league, so. Don't really, don't really dislike them that much. I just yeah. when I watch Aston Villa, they're a really, really good team. Just very balanced side. Yeah. John McGinn is so underrated. Yeah, he plays so many different roles by and and he just pops up everywhere. And yeah. end of the day, Greedish is the best player for Greedish is a, yeah. is better than any Everton any Leicester player for I me. I agree. I agree. Greedish is is sensational. And also, what's What's very good for them is that uh, Bertrand Traore and uh, Amvare Ugazi started delivering yeah. the last few games. And Barkley is yet to be back. And Barkley was yeah. amazing for them in the first few uh, games. Watkins, like the performance he put in against, like, I don't even want to talk about that game. The fact that we went, what they, they had a red card and we... Oh, yeah, yeah. But Watkins, like, yeah, you know what? That is a... Now the the way I'm hearing it, like when I'm hearing it from you, yeah, it's making me doubt. Like, am I? Oh, it's crazy. They're good. They're good. And you know, they are the second best defense in the league. And when you watch them, they're very. There's they're, there's some stability about them. You know, and also by the way, Matty Cash and uh, Matt Target, yeah. very very yeah. good. Like you know, again, Martinez. Martinez. Oh my God, he's so like you know, again, so stable, so confident. Yeah. Uh, they're a good team. They're a good team. You like that Douglas Louise? Uh, yeah, like I, when I watch him, to be fair, uh, you know, he doesn't he doesn't stand out in a sense. Yeah. But I think he is uh, he is he's a good defensive midfielder. Obviously, they have marvelous Nakamba as well there. Uh, yeah. But Douglas Louise still starts. You know, he he would always start if he's healthy. Uh, in yeah. Nakamba. So yeah, good player. I think by being next to McGinn, McGinn is just for me. McGinn has the quality to play for. Uh, for a better side, you know, I think that he can. Sure. I think he can. He can have a really good career. I don't know how old he, he is. Probably like twenty three, twenty four. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, so I just all the Western view. Obviously, they they obliterated seven uh, two, but they played very offensive football, and I will always appreciate that. No matter you know, just just to show that you know we don't dislike West Ham just because they took a point, but because of the way they played. So yeah. I will put Aston Villa as uh, as seven. So less above Everton. Above Everton, so Man United, uh, Leicester, Man United, and Aston Villa are my fifth, sixth, and seventeenth. For the first time ever, the race for Europa is just as interesting as the race for top four. Like that is the way you've just articulated the argument for Villa. It's hard to disagree with, and as a Palace fan, I know 
just how far one man can take you. So yep. the way Grealish is playing, I mean, if he big clubs have got to go and snap like you or City, like do you think? Because I saw some Salah rumours. I don't know how substantiated they are, but I know Grealish plays off that left channel, so I don't think it'll be a like for like replacement, but. It's hard to look past the the the, the, the way Greenish play. Like people, I've, I've had debates with people who still put don't think he's that far ahead of Madison. Like for oh. me, he's clear. Yeah, yeah, it's com- I completely agree. Man. When you watch when you watch Madison and and Jack Greenish, if you don't see the difference between them, I, I don't know whether we're watching the same game. Like yeah, literally. For me, like I, I hope, I'm going to send this podcast to. Uh, one mate in particular who fights to the death that Madison is better than Gre or is is on par with Grealish. No way. Nah. And by the way, Aston Villa have really, like, basically the next the next three weeks are going to be defining for them in terms of what are they going to fight for? Because they have Man United next, then they right. have then they have Tottenham in the league. So they, they have Man United next, then they have Liverpool, but it's for FA Cup. So you know. Okay. Then in the league they have Tottenham, and then they have Everton. So you know these are Man United, Tottenham, and Everton three games yep. and if you add to that they just had a game with Chelsea they took one point from Stamford Bridge which is you know which is good yeah so if they if they don't lose a game against Man United Tottenham and Everton if they what what do you think would be a good outcome of these three games mm. five points four yeah and if you as Dean Smith right now would you take like what what would you take I think four points would be a great outcome I feel like given the conversation we've just had if they can go and pip Everton and maybe you know ever ever beat Everton and one draw and then that means that maybe a draw against Spurs and maybe they do end up losing to to United I don't think that would be um that would be end of the world yeah Uh, uh, yeah I think I think four points would be a good uh four four points would be a good outcome for me I can't see them you know, I feel like United. Oh, I, I can't call it. I'm just talking gibberish now. For, honestly, I can't call it. Yeah, it's actually like really thought-provoking thinking about it. And I do hope they have a good season. And like, for me, I prefer Everton and Villa to Leicester. So for me, okay. I would have Leicester drop out. But um, but yeah, what do you think? You think five points they should be aiming for? Yeah, and that's weird to say because you know Aston Villa before the season, I would never think that out of these three games would be like, you know, we would be looking at them winning five points, but, but they are there, you know, they, they're just, they're just good. So, yeah. And when I look back at their game, see, see who they lost against this season. So they lost against Leeds, Leeds completely, completely trashed them. They played them out of the, out of the, out of the field. They lost against Southampton where James Ward Prowse had a, had a career down there. Then they lost against Brighton two one. I watched that game. Brighton was was very good, and uh, they scored the second goal. And then Aston Villa just tried to attack, but Brighton were very well, uh, were very good in the back. And then they lost against West Ham two one, where in the last minute uh, there was a there was a VAR uh, decision yeah. that cancelled an early Watkins goal, which was for for me it was nonsense. Yeah, so again, you know their four losses are against are not against the top teams. They they beat Liverpool, they beat Arsenal. Well, Arsenal. <laughs> Who knows if we can count into the top teams, but they, they beat Leicester and now they drew against Chelsea. Who knows? Unfortunately, at this stage in the podcast, there was a bit of a technical issue. My sound after after this part was really was just really bad. So I decided to cut it from, from 
in the podcast. However, Dylan and I will talk more about the relegation battle in particular the next time we record a podcast. So just stay tuned and subscribe to Top Division if you want to stay in touch with what I upload. But thanks for listening and I wish everyone uh, enjoy your New Year's and let's hope for a better 2021.